We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm Peter Weber. You may know me as The Bachelor, but I'm also a pilot, and I'm super happy to be guest hosting How Men Think. I'm going to attempt to answer all your questions and solve the fascinating question of just how men think. But first, this is 11 questions with Peter Weber. Let's get into it. First one, what are you known for? Tell us about yourself. Well, I like to think of myself first and foremost as a commercial airline pilot. I fly for United Airlines. It's my passion. Uh, very, very blessed to be able to do what I do. Um, I think publicly a little bit more. Uh, I've been known for being on The Bachelor and taking that leap of faith, um, kind of sharing my whole relationship life with the world. Um, but I, let's see, just come from um, kind of growing up. I uh, kind of always been a lot of people don't believe me when I say this, or they kind of find it shocking, but I've always been kind of a shy person. And um, I just growing up through high school and all that, that was that was kind of my personality was always kind of quiet. Um, I think, uh, you know, going on the show, people always ask, well, how did you do that then? And, you know, I don't, you know, see it with uh, that doesn't really match. For me, it was always kind of, it was an opportunity to kind of push myself. I'm always someone that likes to um, make myself a little uncomfortable. I think that's a good way for, um, you know, a good way to allow us to grow as, uh, as individuals. And, you know, definitely was an experience that, uh, that allowed me to do just that. Um, but yeah, I like to think of myself now as, um, you know, just a, a fun loving person. I like to always, you know, see the, uh, the bright things in life, you know, it's such a beautiful life and, um, you know, it's easy to kind of get distracted sometimes, but I'm someone that likes to focus, uh, on all the beautiful things, uh, that we have to be thankful for. And, um, who are you in your personal life? All right. Well, I guess I kind of touched on that a little bit uh, with the previous question, but I am, I saw a quote from, I think it was, uh, I think it was Denzel Washington and I definitely related with it. And it was along the lines of, I am an introvert and I am also an extrovert. And I definitely have both of those qualities. I'm someone that, you know, I love to, um, you know, be you know, with the energy and having a good time and taking advantage of, you know, whatever aspect or whatever, you know, part of life I'm in at that moment. Um, always about a good time. Definitely can, uh, could be described as, you know, bringing a lot of energy, um, you know, to the party, that kind of thing. But I also am someone that I crave my alone time. I definitely need that. I think it's, um, especially with work, you know, when I'm flying, it's so nice for me to kind of get that balance of, you know, going away on a trip for three or four days and just uh, allowing myself to kind of just be, you know, in my own head and, um, and just, you know, think a lot and kind of decompress. I think that yin and yang, if you will, is, is definitely really important in life. And that's definitely the kind of person that I am. But um, that being said, I'm always up for that adventure. I'm always up to make the most of it. So three shows you are binge watching. So to be completely honest, I actually, I'm not a big TV watcher. Um, I, I think, <laughs> I think I've actually only finished three or four shows in my entire life. Um, recently though, it's kind of relevant uh, with recent shows. 
uh, was that new Kevin Hart show is kind of a limited series, uh, True Story. Uh, that was, I really enjoyed that. Watch that, you know, start to finish, just binge the whole thing. Um, and that's kind of odd for me to do because I really don't watch too much TV. I think some of the other shows I finished, uh, Breaking Bad back in the day, Friday Night Lights, Californication. And um, that is about it for me. I'm a big sports guy. So I'll always, I'll always choose uh, to watch a game over, over TV shows. Um, but that's just me. What is your favorite food? All right, this one is easy. It is definitely my mom's cooking. My mom's Cuban, so she makes excellent Cuban food. And I would say specific meal is, uh, usually we do this around Christmas time, but uh, it's when she makes lechon asado, which is like uh, kind of a pork and uh, black beans, rice, um, yuca, which is just a delicious kind of root, um, you know, plantains, um, that Cuban dish is, is definitely my go-to. Biste de palomilla. It's like a good little skirt steak too with onions, you know, vinegar. That's delicious as well. So definitely Cuban food. Tell us about your career. So yeah, I am an airline pilot. I fly for United Airlines. It's always been, uh, it's been my childhood dream since I was a little kid. I uh, grew up with my dad being a pilot for United. He still flies, you know, for us. And uh, my mom, she was a flight attendant for United. So it was always in my blood and you know, definitely took me, wasn't the straightest route to get to the dream of, of flying with United. Um, you know, went through a couple different airlines before, but um, finally made it this past year um, in May of 21. And uh, it's amazing. I fly the, uh, the 737 based out of Newark and um, LaGuardia, those two airports. Fly a lot of domestic flying right now, but I am uh, going to move to a new airplane, the 787 shortly, which will be flying all the international routes, uh, doing a lot of Europe, which I'm very, very excited for, um, some Asia stuff. So uh, it'll be a nice change. And um, I love what I do. Um, could not be happier. And uh, I feel very blessed to be able to say that. What's your biggest fear in life? I'd say wasting it. Um, I, I'm someone that I always, always want to make the most of life. Um, you know, I think it just is such a precious thing. And, you know, time specifically, it's I'm sure you guys have heard before, you know, people that say that you know, time is the most valuable commodity. We all have the exact, you know, in a day, the exact same amount of time. doesn't matter how rich, how poor you are. Uh, everyone has the exact amount of hours and it's what you choose to do with those hours. Um, and so for me, just, you know, broad view of it all, my biggest fear would be to, to waste that time. And uh, I try to make it a point every day to not allow myself like that's ever happening. What's your biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet peeve is when people bail out or cancel last minute. That is always something that I, I it just, I can't stand. Um, you know, I try and, you know, I've obviously everyone's human and I'm sure I've done that, you know, plenty of times in my life, I'm not saying I don't, but I would say when people, yeah, kind of bail out on plans, um, don't stick to commitments. Which, uh, let's see, what makes you the most happy? What makes me the most happy? I would say I'm happiest when I am at a point where I am just extremely content with where I'm at. Meaning that, you know, there really, there's obviously always going to be stress in life and, you know, day-to-day -day stress and that kind of thing. But, you know, it's, it's such a great feeling when you're just at a place where, 
everything just kind of is, is going well. And you're not, you're not, you're able to stay present very easy. Um, and you're not necessarily looking forward, you know, looking too forward into the future. You're just enjoying the moment where you're at, you know, acknowledging all the stuff maybe you've done to get to that point and just really appreciating it and being grateful and showing that gratitude. I think those are the moments in life where um, I just, I, I feel happiest and I always strive to, to get to that point, always show gratitude. And whether that's, you know, career, whether that's your, your love life, whether, you know, relationship with your friends, um, whatever it is, just not allowing any of the distractions that we all go, we all, you know, struggle with not allowing those to um, overtake your frame of mind. And that's what I'm happiest. What is your ideal Saturday morning? My ideal Saturday morning is definitely waking up, cuddling with my best friend, my dog Trip. Um, I love morning cuddles with him. And just uh, taking it easy. Um, you know, I'm going out, got a lot of living here in New York City, got a lot of great, uh, you know, breakfast diners going out with my best friends. We got a, a group of four of us. And um, we got our go-to spot, John's down the street, um, grabbing breakfast with each other, catching up from, you know, maybe the week or and we had a great night the night before and just, you know, rehashing it, reliving it all. And uh, yeah, just enjoying it, taking it easy. Are you more of an athlete or the armchair quarterback? Definitely more of the athlete. I uh, just kind of always been that way uh, my entire life. Um, I... Uh, I always, you know, believe obviously actions speak louder than words. And um, yeah, I just like to back my talk up, I guess, with my actions and um, enjoy doing it. What keeps you motivated? I think a little bit of this goes back to kind of the biggest fear in life and, you know, in wasting it, wasting our time. I think that is probably like the biggest fire under me is, um, not allowing myself to, to waste any time and, um, always, you know, try to, like I said earlier too, find things to, to make you a little uncomfortable. Cause that's, that's good for us, you know, I believe and, um, helps keep me motivated and always looking, um, for, for what's next. All right, guys. Well, that was 11 questions with me, Peter Weber. Next, going to be throwing it out to you guys for some live call-ins, answer any relationship questions you guys may have. I'll try to give you guys my best advice. Uh, but first, let's take a quick break. Maggie, what's going on? How's it going? Good, good. Just uh, good. chilling. Hopefully I can uh, answer some questions here, give some advice. Absolutely. I'm looking for some advice, Peter. All right. <laughs> so, Let's hear it. Um, so I recently got out of a three-year relationship. Um, following my breakup, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. I've just been working on my career, um, working on rediscovering myself and my independence. But I still have a lot of unanswered questions about the breakup and about our relationship. So my question for you is, as a man who's been in a long-term relationship, can the person you're in a relationship with really give you closure or is closure something you ultimately give yourself? That is a great question. And I think so many, everyone can relate to that. Um, you know, everyone's been there where um, a certain relationship 
obviously meant so much to you in that moment, um, especially mm-hmm. if, it was, if it was longer term. Um, and, you know, I, me personally, I've, I've struggled with that as well. I've, I've been at a point where I felt like I didn't have that closure that I maybe hoped for. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly content with where I was there um, with that person. And I think ultimately, um, obviously time helps, time heals all wounds, I truly believe. But that comes ultimately from you. And it's you taking that time to reflect, to feel all those feelings. I think a lot of times people try to suppress that. And um, especially men, sometimes, you know, it's not the manly thing to really express your feelings, your emotions. But I think Mm -hmm. that's the healthiest thing you can do is really allow yourself to feel everything and um, don't rush it, don't push it. But I think ultimately that closure will come from you and you'll get to that point and you'll realize ultimately why it didn't work or else you would have been there, you know, still with that person. And um, that's the best way to, to ultimately move on and be ready to give yourself to that next person that, that, you know, deserves you and you deserve them. No, I love that. I a hundred percent agree. That's awesome. So yeah, all the, all the best. What are you doing in Nashville? I'm a singer down here. So it's well, a perfect place to be. Yeah. Just chase and joy and starting a new adventure. So it's a great awesome. time. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure breakups and all, I have a lot of great motivation for song. So absolutely. Thank you, Peter. Of course. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Hi, Peter. How are you? Erica, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. So my question is a kind of a double question. So, um, I've been dating somebody new for the last year and, I just don't really get along with his friends as much as I have in past relationships. They're just kind of not my people. Um, And my question is like, how as a girlfriend do I, I don't know, get in with the friends? Does that make sense? Like find a way to connect and, and, and I don't know, like build a relationship with them when we haven't been able to for the last year. Yeah. No, great question. I, I think for sure, you know, it is extremely important to, you know, th- there's maybe people that will, you know, have different trains of thought with this, but I think that's pretty crucial to eventually establish and have a connection, you know, with the friends of your significant other. Um, if you want that relationship to ultimately succeed long-term, I think, you know, that's, it's, if you don't do that, um, that's always going to kind of inhibit you guys from fully getting to that, that ultimate level, in my opinion. Um, you know, at the end of the day, your, your friends or your significant other is going to be confiding in, you know, his friends for advice and, um, you know, getting, you know, just guy advice and guy talk, um, you know, with certain, you know, moments of your relationship when they come up. And so I think that's great that you're putting such an effort to, um, to create that relationship and definitely don't give up. I would say, um, you know, just making showing, you know, your person, your significant other, the effort you are putting in, trying to plan things, uh, you know, fun group outings, maybe, uh, maybe some double, triple dates, just group dates with maybe some of your single friends. And I don't know if, you know, if, if, if he had, uh, you know, some single friends trying to create just a fun group environment, um, that won't go unseen to him or his friends. They'll really appreciate that. Um, you know, really doing something that they really enjoy and, uh, and just, putting that effort out, that'll just go such a long way. And if you consistently do that, um, I think, you know, that relationship will start to grow and uh, you guys will become closer. And that's ultimately the best, I think, when. Um, yeah, I like are- that advice, a triple date. That's a really good idea. It takes the pressure off. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and the second time. half of the question is um, like, do guys care as much as girls care to be friends with 
your significant other's best friends? Like, is that a big priority for guys? Like to be really close with their significant other's friends? You know, for me in in my past relationships, I, yeah, I always have, I've been very close with my significant other. I'm someone that I'm always, you know, I like to do a lot of trips, a lot of fun kind of like outings. And it's, it's obviously great to have that alone time. And that's super necessary, but it's so fun too. When you have a big group that you can share all those memories with, um, I personally, yeah, I've always made that a priority. Um, so from my, from my perspective, yes. Good to know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. Take care. Hannah, what's up? Okay. So this is kind of a funny situation and I was dating this guy and one of our coworkers who knew that I was dating a different guy would come up to me and say, your wife material, I want to marry you. I'm dating another guy. He has a girlfriend, but constantly comes up to me and says this. So I'm just wondering what type of perspective you have on this for someone who clearly is going through something in his own relationship, but just always says these weird comments to me. Let me make sure I'm following. So another guy makes comments to you, but he's he's dating a guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, I he, he, sorry, he's dating a different girl, and okay. I was dating a different guy. But he would come up to me and be like, "You're my wife. I have this girlfriend, but you're my wife. Your wife material." And I just think gotcha. that's so weird. But I don't know if it's supposed. To, I mean, it didn't matter because I was dating a different guy, but. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a compliment. It's just such a weird thing. And it's one was of those there, Was things. there ever like any, uh, has there ever been any like connection or any kind of spark between the two of you at work? I, I mean, there's definitely flirtation, but it's almost like to get something out of me, like some comment, like, oh yeah, you're my husband. That's such a weird thing to say to me, but. Definitely. I mean, yeah, a little aggressive, um, especially <laughs> <laughs> with, with them being in another relationship. I think uh, I, maybe in the workplace, it, it allows a certain type or um, maybe a different level of comfort to kind of come out between two people just because you guys spend so much time together. You, it's, you have a, a unique relationship with each other. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I can't say I've ever done that when, when I've been in a relationship to another girl. Um, maybe he's fishing a little bit. Maybe he's curious to see how you know, serious you are in your relationship. Maybe there are some underlying feelings that he does have. And, um, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, for his current relationship, but he would be willing to end that for you, I guess, if if um, he got the, the right vibe or feel from you. Um, but I would say maybe it's just, you know, a little bit of fishing uh, on his end and, you know, trying to be flirty and, and keep that going. Um, yeah, and I think he was just probably looking for how you responded to that. Yeah. It's definitely a weird situation too, because in the workplace, you want things to be more comfortable, but at the same time, people cross that line all the time. That's that's true. And so that, that almost like makes me believe that he would be like, he he probably is pretty seriously into you because you don't do that in a workplace and, and kind of make it, you know, take the chance of making it extremely awkward um, if something were not to work out. So yeah, that leads me to believe that he probably has <laughs> some serious interest in you and he wants to see kind of how you're going to respond. But also it's like, why would you want to be with someone that's doing that in their current relationship? Very true. That's that's a huge telling sign. So that's, in my opinion, kind of a red flag. Um, so yeah, 
couple trains of thought with that, but I don't know. I'm curious. Are you, are you still with your, your current relationship or with the, in your current relationship? Well, that's, that's another story. We broke up and then got back together. So. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe some, some right fishing, but. Yeah. Maybe he was picking up on that and um, he thought he'd shoot his shot, but mm-hmm. if you're happy, you know, with where you're at, um, you know, don't mess that up. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. Yeah. All the best to you. Thank you. What's up, Alexa? Hi. Sorry. My dog is crazy. You got your pup. I got my pups taking a nap right now, but uh, what a cutie. Thank you. All right. What do we have? So my question is, what do you think uh, most guys think if they're dating a girl that's bisexual? Interesting question. I've never been asked that. Um, I would say, I think it's all going to depend on the guy's level of confidence in himself and, you know, ultimately confidence in, you know, the relationship that he has with that girl. Um, obviously that's throwing some, you know, that's, that's some different, uh, variables into the equation that maybe are not traditional, but, um, I think it's all about communication in that regard. And if there was, um, a desire maybe for some type of like open relationship or something, then that obviously has to be discussed and communicated and, and agreed upon from both sides. Um, but uh, I think ultimately, yeah, you just got to be truthful and honest and, and you can't, if that's a part of you, that's, that's you and you can't hide that. And um, that needs to come out and your partner needs to, you know, be able to accept that. And if not, that's not your person. Um, and yeah, like I said, I, I think it's just communication is the ap- absolute you know, utmost key in that uh, kind of situation. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Hey, Danielle, how are we doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. What's going on? Nothing, I'm in Chicago, so it's freezing here today. It's like three degrees, so I'm bundled up inside. Oh, wow. Yeah, you be, I'm in New York, so you beat us. It's, uh, it's pretty cold here too, though. It's like, I think it's in the teens. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty miserable. I'm right by the lake too, so you get all the wind and everything. Winter is officially here. Yes, that is true, which was funny because like two weeks ago, it was 65 and sunny and I thought, oh, the winter is going to be really mild. It's going to be so great. And now I'm like, I'm booking tickets. yep, now I'm booking tickets to Miami because I need to escape. <laughs> no, I hear you. All righty. What question do you have? So I was wondering with the phrase, if he wanted to, he would. It's kind of different because like I'm only 23 and um, I feel like right now men are in a weird transition phase from like coming out of college and going into the real world and getting a job and everything. So with that phrase, if he wanted to, he would at my age being kind of younger, do you think it's an accurate statement still? And are there exceptions kind of that? I I do. I, I think, you know, that, that phrase is, is in my opinion, 100% accurate, regardless of what, what age, you know, man is, or, um, you know, what part of his life he's in, he may, you know, his, that part of his life may, may um, influence how he acts upon it and his actions. But I think ultimately um, for men, you know, I have a lot of friends that are girls that kind of ask that question and they're curious about why isn't this guy doing this or why isn't he doing that? 
if a guy is into you and he's feeling you and he's not questioning it and there's no doubts, believe me, 100%, he will let you know that. And he will not allow any doubt to creep in. He will not be um, flaky. He will not be playing games. Um, if he knows how he feels about you, uh, that's a lock. And you're not going to be curious. And I think, you know, unfortunately, just, you know, maybe it's some tough advice. But if you are doubting that, um, maybe he's doubting the relationship a little bit as well. And, you know, I think everyone deserves that person that that doesn't allow that doubt to creep in with the other. Um, and so, you know, I don't think anyone should ever settle until you find that. Um, but like you said, you know, if you're, you know, 23, 24, you're still, you're still growing. You're still kind of, uh, you know, maturing for sure. And, um, I get that, but I ultimately believe that a guy will never let you, um, doubt or be curious where he stands. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Stay warm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> hey, Carolyn, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. You got a pup with you? Yeah. Do you hear her? Yeah. Come here. Come say hi. She's on the table right now. She knows oh she's my not gosh. supposed to be. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. I just got her like almost a year ago. But I have a Adorable. question. All right. I hopefully have an answer. Okay. Um, what would you say your biggest turnoffs are for girls, I guess? Biggest turnoffs for girls. I would say... <laughs> for me, I, I'm someone that I, the old, the, the biggest thing I value in a relationship is trust, mm -hmm. is trust. I, nothing comes ahead of that for me. And I think it's such a, it's such a fragile thing. You kind of have to navigate, especially early in the relationship, um, of making a concentrated effort to establish that trust with that person. And so I would say, you know, biggest turnoffs are just confusing kind of, um, signals that kind of come out in the beginning that make you question that trust or, um, don't, you know, things that don't allow your confidence to truly grow to the right. point that it needs to be for that relationship right. to really have a good chance. Yeah. Um, so just being straightforward, very straightforward, very honest upfront. Um, no one's perfect and you know, it's, it's okay. And own that and embrace it. Um, but don't sacrifice that initial, that trust building aspect. Amazing. Love it. Um, there you That's go. all I that got helps. for you. All righty. Well, have a good one. You too. Thank you. Lisa, how you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah. Awesome. Where are we, uh, where are we coming from today? I'm coming from St. Louis. St. Louis. All right. Um, so my question is what, what do you think about guys coming back into the picture after being away? Like, yeah, you know, you had something with them, it fizzled out, but now they're coming back like from, you know, from ghosting almost. For sure. So I'm not going to say this definitively, but for the most part, I, I'd be very skeptical of that situation. And I say that because, um, you know, I'm not saying that a second chance, second chances can't work out ultimately in the end. Um, you know, sometimes that does happen. I, you know, I know cases where that's happened. I'm sure you do. Uh, 
But I think a lot of the times what brings guys back is them seeing you a maybe have moved on you with someone else, you really enjoying your life and in a good place. Um, that level of human nature sometimes can can trigger a guy like shoot, did I make a mistake here? Did I, um, you know, did I really make the right decision? Um, like, should I, should I give it another shot? And ultimately that's not fair to you. You know, if, if that, if those are the reasons that that guy is trying to come back, you deserve so much better than that. Um, you know, now if it's a guy that truly is, you know, say it's, it's his fault, you know, the relationship kind of didn't work out and he's, you know, shows remorse and really feels bad about that. And, um, you can tell, you know, I think everyone kind of has that intuition of, you can tell someone's true intentions and uh, trust those. And if that's the case, you know, I don't see a problem giving that guy a second chance, but just be skeptical because I think there's some, you know, other reasons that, that I don't think you should, um, you know, put up with. I think, I think that's really good advice. Yeah. I'm, I'm very skeptical. And so I'll just, I guess I'll just be wary. How, how long were you guys uh, dating? Well, it was never like official, official, but it was like kind of back and forth for almost a year. Okay. And why did it ultimately end? Um, he moved away for work. And so, you know, I thought we just discussed, we didn't want to do long distance mm -hmm. and um, it just kind of, you know, I just wanted to focus on myself and he wanted to focus on himself. And now he is coming back from work you know, moving back here and, you know, reached out and started talking to me again. Well, listen, I mean, that kind of right there, that situation is something that I, I would give you advice to, yeah, to dig into that and see kind of where you guys stand. Um, you know, that makes sense. That's understandable. That's life. Life happens. And, you know, maybe this is a cool fate type thing that's bringing you guys back together. Um, maybe you guys kind of needed that, that time apart to kind of grow respectively and, uh, maybe this, you know, could work. So that kind of example, I would, I would say, yeah, give, give him a chance. Okay, cool. Thank you. I think that's the advice I needed. Awesome. Yeah. Hope it, uh, hope it works out for you guys. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right, guys. Well, that was so much fun for me. Uh, I'm glad I could uh, answer some questions. Hopefully, hopefully you guys could take something from that. I know us men sometimes can be confusing creatures and, uh, you know, fortunate is what it is, but um, hope uh, hope I could give you guys a, a different perspective. Um, super stoked I could do this. And um, yeah, if you guys uh, want to follow me in any way, we do have, uh, I do a podcast here with my roommates, uh, Dustin Kendrick, Bachelors in the City. And uh, just talk about, you know, our everyday life, um, living in the city and do a, you know, a, lot, of, a lot of Bachelor recaps. Obviously, you got to give that some love. Um, but we have a good time doing it. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, give us a listen. And for other things going on, I have um, I have a, a children's book that uh, I released uh, about a month ago, The Adventures of Pilot Pete, and um, just kind of focuses on my first love, uh, aviation, and my whole story of of getting to the point of where I've gotten, you know, with my career. And it's meant to hopefully inspire, you know, the younger generation and children. So if you guys have any kiddos out there. Um, Definitely a recommend it you know, for them. But uh, it's been a joy. I wish you guys nothing but the best and uh, much love and take care. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.